Okay, well, Merry Christmas, everybody. Or should I say Merry Christ's Mass? And I'm saying the clue is in the name. And I'm saying without Christ, there would be no Christmas. Amen. Um, with that, let's pray. Father, thank you because um, in the midst, like Mike said, in the midst of all the madness, all the rushing around, shopping, cooking, um, <clears throat> cleaning, preparations, traveling, Lord, in the midst of it all, it's so easy to, to forget the, the reason for the season. Um, thank you, Lord, that we, we take opportunity to meet like this, not once a year, but once a week, at least. Um, and Father, we thank you because um, us celebrating the life of Jesus is not, one, is not something that we do every so often, Lord. It's something that we do regularly. And um, Father, thank you for the privilege that we have as believers. Thank you for the privilege insight that we have into the life of Christ. I pray, Lord, as we just have a look at just a few verses of Scripture today that you would further enlighten our understanding and help us to appreciate Jesus for who he really is. I pray this in his name. Amen. Amen. So <clears throat> just over the past four weeks, we've been doing a, a series. I thought the title would have been there. There you go. We've been doing a, a, a small series in the run-up to Christmas. It feels funny being up here in this elevated position. <laughs> um, take me a minute to get used to it. Forgive me. Um, we've been doing a series, and, and we always do this in the run-up to Christmas just to try to get our heads straight and our hearts focused as we come into the Christmas period because, again, it's so busy, it's easy to get distracted. And, and so we've been... We've been, we've been talking about a history-making Messiah, um, the one that I just prayed about, the Lord Jesus, and we talked about his, his, his history-making moment. That is the, the moment he came into human history, and how many of you know he changed the whole of human, I mean, human history is framed, you know what I'm saying, by the Lord Jesus, like a, B, AD, BC and AD. Everything before him, everything after him, he marks human history. We talked about um, <clears throat> the history-making message and the fact that the, the, the good news about Jesus is it's the most retold story in history. I mean, how many times is the Christmas story going to get told this week, let alone over the course of the year and the course of the decades and the millennia? So we talked about the history-making method, and I'm saying that the most unusual or unique story, it's not just the most told story, what's going on, Brendan? It's not just the most told story, it's the, it's the most unique story of all time. And today we come to history-making manger. And I, got, I, got, I, got, I don't want to say lumbered with the manger, but... Um, I actually chose this one. And what I'd like to really talk about today is the fact that Jesus as the history-making Messiah, um, he's the most important child ever to be born in the whole of human history. Hence, a history-making manger. Now, <clears throat> this part of the story sees Jesus as a, as a child, as a baby. And 
just going to read from Luke chapter 2 and highlight this fact twice. So Luke 2, starting at verse 2, says, In those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria. I love the Bible because you don't just get people, you get people, places, and even dates, and times, and geographical places. It's amazing. Quirinius was governor of a place, a real place in the world called Syria. And verse 3, and all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee. Up, he went up, but literally went down because he went from north to south. You go up when you go up to the city. So if you're in Manchester, you're coming to London, you say, I'm going up to London, even though you're going south. Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and the lineage of David, in order to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a what? Laid him in a manger. Because there was no place for them in the inn. Luke 2 continues and says, verse 8, And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. No surprise. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For to you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a what? In a manger. Now, how many of you know that this story is quite familiar, so we're not going to go over the story in any real details. I'm just going to tease a few things out, particularly when we come to the end. <clears throat> how many of you know what a manger is? Anybody? It's, that's not a rhetorical question. You're allowed to answer. Thank you. A feeding trough. A feeding trough. Plain and simple. And... Um, no great surprise, feeding troughs tend to be very smelly, normally wooden. And previously used, would you help me just by saying previously used? Previously used, previously used probably abused. They'd fill them with hay if it was a, or oats if it was a horse that was eaten out of it, grass if, if it were cows eating from them, corn and grains if it was goats, which were a familiar animal. But the feeding trough wouldn't just be filled, filled with food, it would be filled with saliva and slobber from the animal. This first Christmas wasn't like our 21st century Christmas. Ladies getting ready to have babies. They go down to mother care, and I'm saying, buy a brand new, oh, no, there's no mother care no more. Mother care shut down. Um, Amazon, Amazon mash up mother care and so many others. But 
If you needed a car, you'd go and buy a brand new car. I mean, it's somewhere you're going to put your, your newborn, your brand new baby, right? Well, they never had that luxury. And there were no St. Thomas's, no King's College hospitals. And I'm saying, like, we complain. Some people complain about the NHS. But how many of you know, compared to them days, praise God, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, for the NHS, right? Amen. Clean ward, clean bed. And the thing is, especially when you have a baby, how many of you, like, how many of you know, like, when you have a newborn baby, you're not really... You don't, you, you, you don't really want people touching your baby or kissing your baby. I, I, sometimes, like, I love babies so much. You know, you know, like when you hold a baby, you're so tempted. They smell so good. You just, you just naturally feel inclined to want to kiss them. Right? Some, don't kiss my baby. Or they won't say that. They'll just take the baby off you very quickly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you know, babies and newborn babies, hygiene and... They never, like poor Mary and Joseph, no antibacterial spray. You know what I'm saying? To clean the feeding trough. No. And, and not only that, think about this. No baby wipes to wipe down baby Jesus. Because how many of you know, a baby when it's born, it's covered in mess. Blood, possibly, amniotic fluid. Right, Denzel's learning about these things, Right. You know what I'm saying? Like the baby's a mess when it comes out. Like, like I said, no baby wipes. And the, and, 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 the thing, and the thing about wood, how many of you know? The thing about wood is that wood holds smells. Even if you had all of, those, all of that stuff to clean, the, the smell would still be in the wood. Once, once absorbed, it's hard to get the smell out of the wood. Mary's baby lying in a previously used, smelly, wooden feeding trough. The miracle of the manger. Would you put your child in there? Speaking of children, the children in the play, they smashed it in it. Let's give them another round. Of, I mean, they're not in here, but... They're so sweet, innit? it? It's like kids are like puppies and kittens. They're so cute when they're little. <laughs> then they get big. And I have no further comment about that. Children become adults who go on to live productive lives by the grace of God. They, th these children that we saw performing, you know what I'm saying? They will grow up and hopefully go on to do amazing things. And I know that, partly because we've had um, a number of nativity plays in the past. You know what I'm saying? We've had, we've had, we've had at least 16 since we started the church, and, at and probably around 20 since Calvary Chapel, Westminster. And that's exactly what has happened. I can say these children will grow and become adults. <laughs> Because I've seen it happen a number of times before. Here's a picture of some adult who, some individuals who now are adults. I don't know if you can identify some of them up there. I think that's Jordan Five. There's Kian. Um, who's that? Can you can you guys identify who that is? Huh? You can't tell who that is. No, here. This, this young man here. He's very tall. 
Tamari. Tamari. Is that Malachi? This is Joel. I forget all the names. Micah. Yeah, yeah, Micah. True. Kyle Kier. All right. Then there's Renee. Um, Oh, wow. Takes you back, innit? Let's keep it moving. Some of you ain't seen this picture before in your life, have you? Look. That's the batch of them. Not, they're all adults now, all big people. Oh, this picture's not so clear. Do you see it better here? Yeah. Right. So, that's Levi. That's Zach. And, no, that's, that's, that's Stefan. That's not Reed. That's the little one. That's Stefan. That's, and do you know where that is? Charter school, remember? All right, look, you can't see the picture so good, I'm gutted. Uzama, Kajape, Ianu are right here. That's Perry, right there. So that's Mia. Oh, look, there's Ricard. Sit, look, they're both sitting over there. Look at them. Ruben and Rebecca. And there's, 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 there's Rebecca there, look, rehearsing, I believe, for the Christmas play. What, 2008, nine, nine, nine years, 11, 11 years ago. Look at that. See? I can, I can safely say that children eventually do grow up. And they go on to do amazing things. They're adults. Now, it's one thing to see Jesus as a baby... But how many of you know Jesus didn't remain a baby? He grew up and he went on to live an incredible life. Now, I'm going to highlight one aspect of his great life in a moment. But um, before I do that, let's take a look at some other historical figures that went on to live lives of impact. Right, it's a little quiz. Okay. <clears throat> Anybody know who this baby became? Anybody? You. Me? <laughs> Boy, I'm red, but I'm not that red. <laughs> no, that's not me. Oh, B, you're coming too late. You would have saw your picture from 2008. Um, all right, all right. Here's a picture that should help you. All the footballers should know this. Come on. All right, then. Cristiano Ronaldo. All right, okay. As a baby. All right, who's this? Who is this? Someone said, someone said Beyonce. I want to say close, but it's actually very, it's like a million miles away. But it is, cl it is close in one sense. Anybody know who this is? All right. When I show you this, this, this clue, it's, you're going to get it straight away. All right, then. Uh, that's Rihanna when she was a baby. I don't know what happened to the end of the thing there. It's getting clipped off. Okay, who's this? Who said that? How you know that? I'm not going to ask who you voted for. It's, it's very easy, very straightforward. <laughs> yep, Mr. Corbyn. All right, oh, Cash, man, you missed it as well. You missed the picture of yourself back in the day. Um, have I got another one? Let me see. Yeah, who's this? Who said, who said AJ? Boy, real talk. AJ. AJ. It's a good-looking brother, man. Yeah, big him up still. Um, I think I've got one more. Who's this? See, I kept it. You see, I, I mix it up with a male and female. 
You've got to do that nowadays, otherwise you get in trouble. Um, any, any guesses? No? Does that help? Michelle Obama. Right. How many of you know people who have grown up but were babies? People who have gone on to do amazing things, <clears throat> to live productive lives. They've grown up. Now, it's one thing to see Jesus as a baby, but Jesus didn't remain a baby. He grew, he grew up and he went on to live an incredible life. Now, I'm going to highlight one aspect of his life, as I mentioned in a moment. But before, <clears throat> Now, all of these babies that I've shown you, as, as great as they are and as incredible lives that they went on to live, in one sense, the same can be said about Jesus, in one sense. And because we celebrate Christmas every year, you could easily get the impression that Jesus is a perpetual baby. You know what I'm saying? Like Jesus is Peter, like Peter Pan. You know what I mean? But Jesus isn't, he isn't a baby. Yet his birth was an important part of his biography, an important part of his story. Jesus was a baby, but he didn't stay that way. And to say that he became a famous person who went on to do great things would be an understatement. Kian, earlier, she read from Philippians chapter 2. I'd just like to also read. It says, Christ Jesus, kind of jumping into verse, the middle of verse 5. It says, Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God. It's like when we talked about the individuals that are flashed up on the screen, Cristiano Ronaldo, Michelle Obama, etc. It's like they went on to become great things, but the very significant thing about Jesus is that he was great not only after he was born, he was great before he was born. So I'm saying, it says here, who being in very nature God, and this is prior to him actually becoming a baby, who being in very nature God did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he did something. He made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant being made in human likeness. That's a picture of the incarnation. That's Jesus becoming a man. Initially a baby. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself even further. I mean, it would, it would be one thing God becoming a man. I mean, talk about like a step down. Again, Mad understatement. But then to step down and become a man and then to even humble yourself even more to, by becoming obedient to death and not just any kind of death. Notice the text says, even death on a cross. Can you see how Jesus went literally from the cradle to the cross? The miracle of the manger. Jesus at his birth, 
notice, placed previously, you helped me, in a previously used smelly feeding trough. Stinking feeding trough. And like I said, the thing about wood is it holds smells. Jesus started off in close proximity to smelly wood. And guess where he ended up? Jesus placed previously in a used smelly feeding trough would eventually be placed on a previously used smelly wooden cross. I say previously used. The Romans never had time to cut down a tree every time they crucified someone. They just keep using the same wooden beams because Jesus probably had a cross beam or possibly carried a cross. I mean, either way, he carried wood up the hill to Calvary that he was nailed to. But it was probably previously used, probably, probably previously used. And it wasn't covered like, in, like the manger in just slobber and saliva. It was covered in blood. Blood of previously executed criminals. And that would probably smell because wood tends to hold smells. Jesus' death would be reminiscent of his birth. Jesus' birth would have been reminiscent of his death. Jesus was born to die, wasn't he? And that in order to save us from our sins. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 18, it says, For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, to bring you and me to God. See? That's the good news that we just read about in verse 10 that was announced by the angel in Luke chapter 2. In verse 11, it talks about a Savior who is Christ the Lord. See, Christmas, Christmas is fundamentally about Christ. If there was no Christ, there would be no Christmas. And there would be no joy. There would be no joyful singing because we would still be in our sins and we'd be facing God's judgment. But the good news is that Jesus came as a Savior. And Christ is not only the Savior, but he's Lord. And that just reminds us of the place that he previously came from, sitting at the right hand of God the Father. I mean, what took that like? I don't know what you're getting for Christmas, but talk about a great Christmas present. Jesus laying down his life for us. Jesus at his birth placed on a previously placed in a previously used smelly wooden feeding trough. Jesus at his death placed on a previously used smelly wooden cross. Philippians 2, to conclude, 
says, because Jesus did that, listen to what happened after. Therefore, on the basis of what Christ did, God exalted him to the highest place. It's crazy, isn't it? Like if, 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 if I were coming into this world knowing who I am, if I am God, I wouldn't have done it that way. But it's funny because the Bible says those who, should be, those who are first shall be last and the last shall be first. You know, the kingdom of God, if you're not aware, is an upside down kingdom. It's like, if you want to be great, then you've got to become, you've got to become a servant. You know what I'm saying? If you want a crown, it begins by embracing a cross. The least in the kingdom, if you like, become the greatest in the kingdom. It's upside down in that sense. And so it's no great surprise, if you're a believer, you know this, like, no spoiler alert. It's no surprise that, that Jesus, who is not just the king, but he's the king of all kings, if he were to come, he would come in a lowly fashion. Because those who were looking, possibly, for him, would miss it especially if they were looking for another type of Christ, another type of Savior. Jesus took the lowest place, so it's no great surprise that he gets exalted, verse 9, to the highest place. And, the, and God the Father gave him the name that's above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow, in heaven, on the earth, and under the earth. That's in the natural, but also in the supernatural realm. And no, I mean, who wouldn't bow, especially when you see who Jesus is, at some point we all will, knowing who Jesus was, quote unquote, because he is the I am that I am, right? He never was, he always is, but you understand what I mean. For us, was in our past. When you see him for who he is and then you realize who he was and then you see what he did, it's no great surprise that people bow. And some of us have chosen to do that sooner rather than later. Verse 11 says, And every tongue will acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. What does Christmas mean to you? Well, this is what Christmas is really all about. And on that basis, we can really celebrate. As I said, we can really sing with joy. Why? Because of the good news, Luke chapter 2, verse 10, that Christ, our Savior, is born. Amen? Amen. Amen. From the, the cradle to the cross. Um, I'm going to invite the, the praise team to come up and maybe sing one more song um, as I pray. Father, thank you. Thank you so much for this season. Father, this, this, this Christmas season is the most celebrated period of the year. The birth of Jesus. But then we also come to the second most celebrated time of the year in a few months' time, which is Easter. One speaking about Jesus' birth and the other with regards to his death. Father, these two events, they frame the whole of human history 
and they continue to be a reminder to every human in history, past, present, and future, twice a year. And I'd like to thank you, and I'm sure my brothers and sisters will join me as we thank you. For the Lord Jesus and his willingness to come into this world and to live the very, very underprivileged life that he lived. To live that very, very humble life that he lived. Never complaining. Never ever murmuring. Like I heard someone say once. The man don't grumble. The man can't fumble. I never ever seen the man stumble. Father, thank you um, for helping us, Lord. This, this, this morning is such a blessing because it gives us a minute, it gives us an opportunity just to pause. We're all going to get back to the madness in a moment. But thank you for this. Thank you for this opportunity just to be still. And Lord, I pray that you'd really help us this Christmas season because, Lord, as much as we may know this story, there are many that don't. And Father, this is one of those times in the year where we get opportunity to rub shoulders, especially with our friends and our family, Lord, who don't know you. And they don't know the implications of this story. Lord, would you give us courage to share this story this Christmas with those who don't know so that they can be ex exposed to this good news. So Father, when that time comes, Philippians 2, and the whole of the human race from Adam and Eve right up to the last born baby who lives. When we all stand before the throne of God, Lord, it's either going to be a reward ceremony or it's going to be judgment. And this story is going to be the story that makes the difference. This is good news. Help us, Lord, empower us, convict us, challenge us, Lord. Even if all we do is say, hey, can I just take a minute and say, this is Christmas. If there's, any, if there's ever a time in the whole year no one can't hate, the clue is in the title, it's in the name, it's in Christmas. I pray that you help us to share this message somehow, Lord, with those that don't know it. Because it is the greatest, it's the greatest story ever told. Um, amen. Join us next time for more of God's truth to transform your reality.